Oh. I could not have pants on at all. That is a possibility that you could go through. I could have shorts on. I do appreciate the pants, you know, <laughs> that they're on. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Override Podcast, a video game podcast that is done live on twitch.tv slash birdcage underscore gaming and facebook.com slash birdcage gaming. My name is Gage Edwards. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm always joined by, of course, my lovely co-host, the best, worst gamer in all the video games, Nine. How's it going, guys? His name is Nine. He is here. He is talking to you. You know what, Nine? I'm doing pretty good. You're doing good? Did you have a good weekend? Playing some, uh... yeah, I think so. I, I, remember, I, I couldn't remember what I, I did this weekend. I caught you off with that one, didn't I? What was going on? Uh, yeah, I, I think I had a, a fine weekend uh, playing some games, playing some new games and stuff, yeah. trying to mix in some things before Last of Us comes out, but yeah, debating if I should do a playthrough of the first one again or not. Um, we shall see. I think you should. I think I should. Uh, again, for anyone at home, if this is your first time listening or first time joining us or hearing your podcast for the first time, we do the show live on Mondays at around 9.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. We go about live. We start up our little pre-show bits, and then we get into the show. We are on twitch.tv slash birdcage underscore gaming or on facebook.com slash birdcage gaming where we are streaming live for you to chat with us and talk with us and ask us questions about anything in the gaming world, uh, news, reviews, impressions, whatever you got there. If you're not into that, that's fine. If you don't like live shows, whatever, I get it. You can't devote all that time to looking at Twitch because I know I have a hard time doing it. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Look away. Whatever. Look away. Uh, we are on podcast services such as Spotify, iTunes, all the ones there. I won't mention Google Play because I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. I still haven't read that email, but people told me otherwise it's changing up. So, uh, But you can download this podcast later in the week, um, and you can listen to us whenever you'd like. Even our backlog of stuff, because our show is a little different. We don't only go over topical news. We go over topical news and talk about events or uh, topics that pertain to that news. Or and, whatever the hell we feel Or like. whatever we want. We can really just talk about my life and my struggles with retail, um, dealing with people in retail. And then, again, we talk about topics where the, those things, you know, they live on. They keep going. They're always interesting. The world keeps it turning. Yeah. Yeah. Ready for here's our list of topics. You ready for this? Let's go. Tonight we're talking about the PlayStation Five events, the news before and after it was delayed. We'll get into that in a second here. Uh, after that, we're going to be talking about the games that defined the PlayStation Four and Xbox One because we are coming up on the end of that life cycle. So we need to change it up and listen to or get ready for something new, I suppose. After that, we have. Uh, the our favorites, some of our favorite mem- uh, memories from the PlayStation Five or PlayStation Four and Xbox One, as well as some lowlights, some highlights to the consoles that we uh, that stick out to us. And then after that, if we have time, something fun. Something fun. <laughs> if we, we have never time. have time, we <laughs> well, always run out of time. It's, this, it's... I threw it on this script too because I was like, well, we don't really have any like real topics to talk about because the news there's the video game news that we can really jump there's into. Not I suppose really anything. Um, everything's been delayed for you know. Just everything perfect reasons and now we're in a situation where we're like well let's clean up some of these topics that we have and we're getting to the where we are right now in the push that should be the e3 push yeah and two uh, weeks from what would be e3 yeah and here we are so let's uh, what a perfect time to speculate about things that are supposed to be announced this summer you know yeah so let's jump into it with oh shit sorry the playstation blog last week they sent this out this is jim ryan the president and ceo of sony interactive entertainment this titled <clears throat> you're invited a look at the future of gaming on playstation 5 
uh, PlayStation 5 uh, writes, uh, with each generation from the first PlayStation to PlayStation 4, we aim higher and push the boundaries further to try and deliver better experiences for our community. This has been the mission of PlayStation brand for more than 25 years, a mission I have been part of uh, nearly since the beginning. There are a few things as exciting as the launch of the new console. While this is a road to launch has been a bit different, speaking of COVID, we are as thrilled as ever to bring you with us to the journey and redefine the future of video games. We've shared technical specifications and shown you the new DualSense wireless controller, which nine were your th- feelings on that controller? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. What a bunch, what, what is a launch without games? Right? Nothing. Right. He goes on to say, that's why I'm excited to share that we will soon give you the first look at the games you'll be playing on the PlayStation 5 when the PlayStation 5 launches this holiday. The games coming to PlayStation 5 represent the best in the industry from innovation studios that span the globe. Studios, both large and small, those newer and more established, all those that have been hard at work developing games that will showcase the potential of the hardware. This digital showcase will run for a bit more than an hour, and for the first time, we'll, we will all be together virtually, experiencing the excitement together. A lack of physical events has given us the amazing opportunity to think differently and bring you on this journey with us, and hopefully closer than ever before. This is a part of our series of PlayStation 5 updates, and rest assured, the next after next week's showcase, we will still have much to share with you. Amen. So that is the news before the delay, which we'll talk about here in a second. Nine, what did we expect from this? Well, I expected to see a lot of really cool freaking games. <laughs> well, I guess we should touch on that now. This event has been delayed from June 4th to uh, a date further on. Um, they, so- want, they, they want to respect what is going on in the country right now. And I respect that decision. And we respect that decision. We respect um, that decision. It's bad timing that it happened right after they announced that they were doing this. Yeah. But in light of recent events, I think they made the right move. We've seen EA did this too. They were going to have a big mm-hmm. blowout June 1st for Madden. And they're like, it's not the time. There's nope. more important stuff than video games. And that's something we've talked about uh, at a large, in large about this through the whole uh, oh, yeah. COVID process that video games are, are this big in the world that is this big. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I will I will just go on and say that human lives are more important than video games. Oh, absolutely. And that's why this takes a backseat. And I'm, for that but that's not gonna stop us from talking about video games because nope. that's what we do and if i stopped doing the show i'd have a hard time telling people to listen to the show <laughs> yeah i wouldn't have anything to look forward to anymore to be sitting at home playing video games uh be honest i don't really do that much anymore <laughs> this will give you a night to do that yeah that's true but, that is true. But speaking of, so since this has been delayed, we are no longer looking forward to this this week. We are going to use today's show to speculate on what was going to happen. We're still going to do that in a way. Yeah. But this gives us a little bit more out uh, to be like, oh, we got to get the show up right away so we don't look like idiots yeah. after the Thursday. So now we have a little yeah. more time to play with it. So that means you don't have to edit it right away. Cool. <laughs> That's I do. Well, yeah. So, nine. So this was all about the games. That's what they said. I still think we would have seen the console. I at this point, speaking historically, we have already seen new consoles by this point in the year that they're going to launch. Oh yeah, right. Xbox Series X is was what we saw February. It last year. Yeah, no, we saw the Game Awards. Was That's right, December last yeah. year is Game Awards. That's right. So we've and everybody thought that it was that that might like not have been the console. Yeah, like a, <laughs> like an oversized fridge. Right. Um, but I, I I think they would have closed out with oh, and here's a look at the console. I think so too. I think because this thing's going to enter production very soon, if it hasn't started if it hasn't already. already. Um, so eventually, either they're going to put it out, or someone on a production line is going to be like, 
picture. And hey, look they're going to post it on Twitter. Look what I'm quality chicken. Yeah. Here's your PlayStation 5. And it's going to be, well, who it's do It's going to look like that stupid prototype. And I'm going to be even more mad than I am at the controller. Sony's got to be asking himself, where do we want people to see this thing first? On a shaky cam image on Twitter or something? Or from a high quality picture that we can deliver to them? Right? Probably yeah. that way. That's I mean, that's how they did the controller. Fair. Yeah, they got they, it out before they, it hit they, production they, and went to dev kits and things. Yep. So now we're in a situation yeah, where controller. we still don't know what it looks like. Yeah, and the controller looks ugly. And Nyan, what are your expectations for what the console looks like if the controller looks I'm like I'm hoping that? the console is just a black box. <laughs> like, sure. I, I just want it to be a black box. I want it to be, even if it's similar to the PS4 in design where it slants one direction or the other, mm. I do not want that horseshoe, god-awful rendering. The flying V? The flying V to be real. If that thing's real, I'm skipping this generation. I will tell you, I love the design of the Xbox One X and the PlayStation I 4. I love and I the think Xbox they, One X. I think they both look great. Probably didn't need to change them that much, but I guess you were cramming all that hardware into plastic. Fine. Whatever. What cracks me up, though, and, and this is a joke among, I'm sure you've seen it, that all Sony's consoles are modeled after skyscrapers. I haven't seen that. No. You haven't seen that? No. The PlayStation 3 looks like a building in Japan. Okay. The PS2 looks like a building. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up and show you one once we're done here. Mm-hmm. Um, the PS4 looks like a building somewhere in the world. Mm-hmm. Except for the PlayStation 1, every iteration since has looked like a skyscraper of some sort. Hmm. So I'm curious that if it's the Flying V, where the fuck is that building at? Um, there's a lot of it's football Anaheim, stadiums. Anaheim, California, the like, Mighty Ducks. Sure, yeah. A lot of football stadiums that have just that U-shape, and the back end is reserved for other things that yeah. aren't fans. So that does exist out there. Not Maybe not in Japan, unless there's a soccer stadium. Or something. I don't like, know that all the baseball. buildings are in Japan. I just know that the one for the PS3 was in Japan. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I, I think we're going to be present, pleasantly surprised with what the PlayStation 5 looks like. I don't know no. what it looks like, obviously. Whatever, no, whatever it is, I, I don't think it's going to be as ugly I think as the controller. design aesthetic, it's always been mirrored by the um, controllers. Mm-hmm. So I think the design aesthetic will be similar to the controller. I just hope it doesn't end up being like this two-tone mess. That if it's white, sense. I'm going to be so mad. It might, based on what the controller looks like, it might be white. If it's white, I'm going to be so mad. Why? I like my... I like my black consoles. I like black consoles too. But, As I sit uh, there with a white Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell wrong with you? I don't know. I just I like the I like the I like my equipment. Rephrase that. I like my electronics mm-hmm. to be black because it just goes with everything. They just it just looks better. It that just way. everything blends mm-hmm. in together. It just sits there. It's all nice and clean. I clean mine off again. Yeah. Well. Um. But you know, it, it's stereo equipment. Entertainment equipment has always been black or dark colored in nature, so I just would like it to be similar to just that. blends in, right? Yeah. That's better. So with that, you still think that the event would have showed off the console? Yeah, I think they would have closed out with the console. It would have been similar to what Xbox did. Mm-hmm. They're not really touting it, but it's just like there. There it is. Oh, yeah. That's the console. There it is. Yeah. Or it's like, and the console right now is what you've slipped your feet into since we've been here. We've handed out everybody nice slippers and they look like the console. You're like, what the fuck? Why does it have this foot shape that I can fit the my con- foot into? The console is actually a plush console too. Yeah. Well, you can throw it on the ground if you want. Heat dissipation. Um, but speaking of that, let's go back to what uh, they actually touted was the games. Yeah, they were all talking about games. Games, 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 games. Big, small, big studios, small studios. Yeah. All games for an hour long. Xbox, That's a lot of games. Xbox gave us their... Spiel in 30 minutes. Yeah, their first th- spiel in 30 minutes. Their first gameplay reveal, however you want to say that, in 30 minutes. Um, and everybody left away lackluster. 
Yeah. There's no way Sony does the same thing. Oh no. They're like, okay. They would have had they would have had AAA titles in there. I think we would have saw the Cyberpunk 2077 running on PS5. For PlayStation 5? Yeah. It seems like Cyberpunk and CD Projekt Red have like some kind of deal there in bed with Xbox. They might be. But that doesn't mean it's not coming out on PS5. Well, it is coming out on PS5, but... That doesn't mean that they can't show it off on the PS5. I think that's exactly what it means. I don't know. Because when Call of Duty had a deal with PlayStation for so long, you weren't seeing We definitely would have seen the Call of Duty game this year. Yeah, usually the Call of Duty games are announced in May. Yeah. But the... May has come and gone. Right. Um, And all we know is that it's a... Black Ops it's style Black game. Ops, it's Black Ops Cold War. Um, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know that... May, maybe not a lot of third-party reveals like that, because I still think a lot of places are holding their games as they want now, since yeah. they have that option. Because, um, I mean, we're going to see that Call of Duty in no time. I mean, oh, bef- bef- if, sooner than we'll later. We'll see Call of Duty before the end of the month. But I, I think Sony has to have maybe their launch lineup shown off at this thing. Maybe they're because I mean, we're like what at, at maximum six months six out from to this, seven months from this, depending on, you know, what holiday they're picking to their yeah. launch on. Could be Christmas, could be new year's yeah. <laughs> Valentine's day. Who cares? As long as it comes out, it'll be, out. um, but what games realistically do you think that Sony would have had there? They would have had. They definitely would have had like third party stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no doubt about that. Show you who's supporting the third party things, right? Or, um, which support, but I think they party. definitely would have would have had a couple strong first party titles. Mm-hmm. Probably whatever Insomniac's working on, because they've had three years now. Was it 2017 or is it 2017? Spider-Man? Yeah, 18. Was it 2018? Yeah. Okay, so they've had two and a half years. Okay, to get the ground running on their next project. Past that, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, with Insomniac, I feel like it's too soon for Spider-Man. But, uh, however, I mean, they've already said they're working on another, however, other, other projects. They, they've got a Ratchet and Clank game that I don't think yeah. too many people are thinking is the thing. But I feel like a family-friendly game for the PlayStation 5 is inevitable. Knack 3, baby. <sighs> Mark Cerny's like, all right, I did your fucking press tour and I got tore apart on the internet. You better let me make Knack 3 right yeah. now. Yeah. They're like, okay, Mark Cerny, you can do whatever you want. It's your thing. Uh, everybody else is speculating that I've seen. Every, everyone's talking about how they imagine that Horizon Zero Dawn 2 or it's Horizon possible. 2. Because that was a 2017 title. So yeah. now it's been three years on but that one. There's also rumors of a Killzone game running around. Too. Is there? Yeah. That I haven't seen. Yeah. Um, more in vain of Killzone 2 and 3, not so much Shadowfall because not a lot of people like Shadowfall. I didn't like Shadowfall. I liked Shadowfall. That was dumb. I thought it was good. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, that's but that's a that's a small rumor by comparison sure. to the Horizon Two. Well, I, I, I would love to see. Horizon I don't even 2. know that Horizon Two is a rumor. I think everyone's just like it's been three years. Sony's launched a new console. Makes sense. I mean, we everybody knows Gorilla's definitely going to make a Horizon. 2. Yeah, why not? It like, sold well. It reviewed Horizon well. did fantastically. Only yeah. to be overshadowed by Breath of the Wild. Every other game in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, it's a nominate for everything. Didn't win anything because uh, Breath of the Wild Mario game and swept Breath of the everything. Wild. Yeah. You had every, every, everything else in there. Yeah. I think it's hard. I what? Because mm. let's see, what first party studios do we got? We got Gorilla, Insomniac, mm-hmm. Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch, we know what they're doing, which is Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Um, Tsushima. Tsushima. Yeah. Sushima. Get it fucking yeah. right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Let me throw one at you. Blue point. 
Blue Point, whatever they're working on. I, I, I think it's got to be there. If Blue Point's game's not a launch title, I'll tell you I'll be what. Like, what the fuck have you been doing? I tell you what. Yeah. Blue Point. Sorry, I'm chewing gum during this thing. Do you have somewhere I can spit this? Uh, there's there. a napkin. Yeah. Walked in here. I didn't mean to have gum. Freaking Blue Point has got like one of the best security procedures. Ever, because nobody knows what the fuck they're working on. Well, someone knows. I mean, somebody knows, but <laughs> either they've got people like held at gunpoint the whole time they're working, like you don't talk about this, you mm-hmm. don't, you don't, or they've got like the best people in the world keeping whatever they're working on secret. Sure, because I mean, nine times out of ten, what happens? Shit gets leaked. Look at what happened with Last of Us Two. I feel like some disgruntled kid. I feel like every game now. Gets leaked. Gets leaked. At uh, some uh, point or another. Like uh, And Blue Point's been working on this game for like four years now. Sure. When did Shadow of the Colossus get finished? Ooh, the remake that uh, yeah. we played. Was that 2016 or 2017? It's been a while. I mean, it's been 2017. And that was the last thing they worked on yeah. in terms of HD remake. And everybody knows they're making an HD remake. They've said it like multiple times. Mm-hmm. Working on a highly anticipated HD remake of a popular PS3 game. Did they say popular PS3 game? Yes. Okay, I don't remember that quote specifically. I do remember yeah. them talking about how it was a- on their Twitter account. Okay. Because they keep they, they keep I know throwing, they're teasing the shit out of they it. They keep teasing like every popular like PS3, Xbox 360 title you can think of. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's just a matter of time of when it gets out. Sure. But I sure. think I think we would have seen it at this event. I could agree with that. Yeah. I, I think that was a shoe in. And if it's if it wasn't if Horizon wasn't there for whatever reason or for if if Horizon's not a launch title, then it's like, okay. Horizon, I don't know that Horizon's gonna be a launch title. It might be a so launch either. window, but I don't think it would be a launch title. I think a lot of people see like, oh, it's been three years, game's gotta be out. I'm like that No as 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 you know, like sequels can be made faster than originals, but at the same time, people But you're are, also working with new tech. They're working with new tech, they're working in a bigger team, so and they're trying to do more ambitious and different things, so it's not gonna be like, oh, well, just because we have the engine now, we know the characters and stuff. We know exactly what we want to do. It's like it doesn't. Exactly... And they're working on another game. They got yeah, two I, games. I they they two got two games, games right yeah. now. Um, but but even then, I think people see like, oh, three years game. Game. That's what that means. Boom. That's sequel. why. That's why every it's so easy to trick every naive video game right there. They're like, oh, Grand Theft Auto Six is coming out whenever you want it to. Yeah. Okay. Every every day I. It was on... like six years between four and five, wasn't it? Uh, two thousand. Ooh, I think it was like two thousand. Eight to thirteen, though, so five years. Five years. So maybe it was two thousand eight. It may have been. Earlier. And it's now two thousand twenty, and we still haven't seen an inkling of another GTA game. Well, did you see the two K? Because they just keep rolling in money from GTA Five. You see the two K marketing reports going around? Uh. Uh-uh. So, and this is from Jeff Grubb, and I don't have it in front of me, so I'm going to paraphrase. Um, he basically got two K's uh, marketing plans for the next five years. Yeah. And they they did it in a conference call. Every year is kind of steady, except it drops in 2022 and is majorly loaded in 2023 on how much money they like Project s- to make. set aside. No, set aside to market video games. Oh. so like they if they spend like 20 million in 2022, 2023 was like 90 million in marketing just to market their. That's Grand Theft Auto Six. So everyone's like, there it is. That's when Grand Theft Auto Six is coming out, and of course, or I mean, that could be just a slew of new games at the same time. It could be. They the did talk, Bioshock I think title. they talked about like 90 games they're going to publish in the next six years or something like that. And I'm like, okay, that's a lot. And they and they even, to their credit, said like, not all those games are going to come out. Yeah. We know. But then everybody sees like 90 million in fucking marketing. That's, or, and again, I'm paraphrasing those numbers. I don't know for sure off the hand. And again, that's midlife of the next generation. Sure. And that's like sweet spot. That's, that's a good spot. Um, but then 2K came out and said, no, 
It's not Grand Theft Auto 6. We're not doing that. Of course, the company's going to say no. Well, yeah. Duh. They're going to shoot every major rumor down. It's going to be like, oh, yeah, you got us. That's Grand Theft Auto 6. <laughs> you fucking got us. Couldn't pull the wool over your eyes. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the speculation time frame now. Yeah. I. It could be Red Dead 3. I don't know. If you, I don't know. I mean, people love Red Dead. Fine. I don't get it. Uh, Red Dead doesn't sell like Grand Theft Auto sells. Though. No, Grand Theft Auto moves, man. Yeah, because I think people and, like. I mean, Grand Theft Auto Five is still selling millions of copies. Yeah, like I can't think of how many people are still buying this game that haven't already bought this game. Was well, the people who are getting banned from the game <laughs> or something? I don't Probably know. <laughs> they have to buy new copies. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. And then they just gave it away for free on the Epic Game Store. Crashed Epic's website. I right. mean, right. I, 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 I never claimed it because oh, I, I knew it. I couldn't run it. Oh. I knew I'd never be able to run it on my computer. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Gage, and I just spent $2,000 <laughs> on a computer. Very excited to play it. <laughs> I bet you are with all the mods and whale guns and car guns oh, and man. stripper mods. And I'll get banned from that game so quickly. Yeah, you probably I just play would. it solo. Um, who else Ooh. could be supporting PlayStation 5? Activision. I mean, Activision always has a deal with Sony. Oh, Destiny is to, uh, teasing their next thing. Destiny 3? Destiny 3 or an expansion. I, I would imagine it's an expansion. I doubt they're doing another expansion. I think, don't they usually, isn't there a cycle like the game, two expansions, three expansions? They've done three expansions already. Have they? Yeah. I dropped off after this. Uh, the, they did the first the one. one. They did Curse of Osiris, Warmind, Forsaken. Okay. Now they have New Light, which is the free the free-to-play update. Sure. That's con- they considered that as their like a fourth because okay. they added a whole bunch of new content too, and then they're now they're doing the seasons thing, mm-hmm. which is just every three months. Yeah, it's, that, a, new it's a battle royale yeah. pass for time frame. Um, when did Destiny Two come out? Before God of War. Was it twenty seventeen? Yeah, oh, Destiny Two's been out for a while. Um. Yeah, but they are—they're teasing whatever their next thing's going to be, um, and of course they're not—they're not with Activision anymore. But no, Bungie's doing their own thing, right? So good on them. Um, I don't know. I—I'm not sure where else to look because I don't. Yeah, September 2017. There you go. Um, I don't think Santa Monica. Santa Monica's got anything because I don't think you're going to see anything God of War there. I—I I don't no. think. Um, I don't think Santa Monica would bring God of War to something like that. Anyway, I think Sony would do like we're doing a state of play for God of War. Sure, straight up. Yeah, I mean, you get your own thing. Even then, but I mean, I mean, I mean, they did th- they did that for Last of Us Part Two. Was it not shown off somewhere first? I thought it was shown off at one of their things. Last of Us Two. Yeah, yeah, it was announced at E three. Was it? Yeah. Well, I don't remember an E three announcement for that. I remember something different. I don't know, but I my memory's hazy. I don't remember. Maybe I'm wrong. No, they did the 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 Ellie teaser mm-hmm. where she's just sitting there playing the, With guitar. the guitar and yeah, Joel they, they did they did just that first. Was that E three? I don't know if that was E three. I thought it was their um, PlayStation Live thing. That the, usually play, do, so uh, the PlayStation Experience, whatever, or whatever it's it called. I don't know when they had the big convention. I thought it was that they there. haven't done in three years. I don't think they were making money off of it or something. They're like, ah, fuck it, we don't need to do this. And I don't need no. any big events like that anymore. I'm like, ah, just save the money. Just save the money. Unless you're going to have a donut wall, then spend the money. Uh, I'll throw out one more. Japan Studios. Oh, God. What, what are they working on? You're working on something, right? Gotta be. When did the last thing come out? 
Don't know. Don't even know. Don't even remember what it was. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Japan. Are they helping with Neo? Doing? Oh, they might have been. Honestly, my phone doesn't want to load anything. Your basement. Here we go. Uh, oh, Last, Last Guardian, Guardian, of course. Well, how could we forget that? That was 2016. Yeah. Uh, they worked on Knack Two, Gravity Rush Two, Astrobot. Shut up, dog. <laughs> What, that been a, doing, that's a weird game title. <laughs> Shut up, dog. Um, they did Demon Souls. Sweet. Yeah, it looks like uh, the VR stuff and um, whatever that other stuff we said. Mm -hmm. Do you think? Uh, speaking of that, do you think that any VR games have been shut off of this thing? No, I don't think so. I don't think so because I think they would have waited until they announced the new version of the VR. See what it is, and like here's see, here's the showcase on cause, VR because they have patents out for new headsets, mm -hmm. and they have patents out for new controllers. So I just hope mine's backwards compatible, so I don't have to buy another one. Oh, it, it is. Okay, good. Now, I don't know that it will be backwards compatible with, or forward compatible with games designed for PSVR 2. Interesting, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there might be ones that require the new hand, the new headset, because of the, gra the processing power of the new headset. Uh -huh. um, and supposedly, the new headset does not need an external box. It's all cool. powered by inside the the PS5 itself. Yeah, because I was just setting up my, I was just moving around my setup, and I was moving the box away from the PlayStation to have it somewhere else that was more convenient. I was like, oh fuck, I gotta run a fucking micro S or USB to this fucking yeah. thing. I had to move everything back over. Yep. So that's my that's my first world problem that I'm having. Yeah, um, I definitely think we would have seen a lot of third party stuff. Uh, Media Molecules probably working on a Dreams port for PS5. Yeah, because it's not. I mean, it wouldn't be hard to port anything to the PS5, but that does bring me to my next thing. Okay. The Sony exec said that he is not interested in PS4 versions of PS5 developed games. So only if it's developed for PS5, it's only developed for PS5. Yeah. That's I the way he made that. it sound. And I'm like, that's kind of alienating some of your audience there. Isn't bud. that Sony's mo though? They're like, hey, here's a new thing. You better if you don't get it, you're stuck with the old. Thing. With the current state of video games and the way things are going, that's a bad move. It is a bad move, and we've that's talked about that. A bad move because Xbox is just on top of fans. But you guys, like, but it's also the Apple move where it's like, here's a new iPhone, and I hate that. Well, yeah, not everybody's in on that because I don't want to spend. Now, this is strictly regarding my phone. Okay, I don't want to spend money on every new phone when it comes out. Right. right. I want to. I want to get my phone, have it for you know three, four years. When it finally stops working, working, then I upgrade then my phone. I'm not the guy that's like, I need the best every right year. now, yeah. every year. I'm not that guy. No, I have I, friends I that are like that. On this one. I have friends that are like that. They're like, yo, you got the new iPhone XR Max 72 Plus. I'm like, great. How much money don't you have now? Oh, it was only 19.99 this time. You paid two thousand dollars for a fucking phone. Well, it's two thousand dollars over thirty-six months, and a <laughs> you'll have the new one before that. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to do the same thing again next year. Stop a penalty for getting whatever. Your um, phone bill could be seventy-five dollars, but instead you want it to be six hundred dollars a month. Yep. Dumbass. People go crazy. People, it's and it's not even. It's probably not even about having the newest thing. It's about the clout of having the newest thing. It's about it's it's the I, clout. I just want to be seen with the newest thing, so people know that I yep. have the newest thing. Right. Yep. 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 
Anyway. And Sony wants to be that company. They're like, we want you to have the newest thing or not. If they're going to be that company, I'm permanently switching to Xbox. There you go. Because <laughs> I'm a fan. I want to play games. I don't want to have to buy your console every six months to play the game. I'm all for ex- uh, inclusivity for gamers of all consoles complaining. Yeah. As, as many easy ways as possible. So. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Okay. Well, that is enough speculation on that because well, we don't know when that's going to come back up. And yeah, um, we'll we'll see if all that comes true. And we'll probably do another one of these when that gets announced again because it's probably not going to be on a Monday. And we won't be able to record right after it. So we'll have to wait and see. The next topic I have here, Nine. Yeah. Speaking of games, we're talking about games of the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. We are coming to the end of this generation cycle. Yes, we're going to we talk are. about games that defined those consoles. Now, are we talking like... Third-party titles on both consoles or just whatever first-party titles define these games or just anything across the board? I think we should probably stick to more of the first-party titles, but I definitely think that there are third-party titles that fit into that category. You know what okay. I mean? I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page before I start spouting out yeah. nothing but first-party titles, and you're like, what about this? What about yeah, that? I, what about I, we'll, this? we'll have to see how that goes. But I, yeah. I mean, I was, for, for the most part... For the most of this generation, I owned an Xbox and you owned a PlayStation. I've actually I've had Xbox for quite a few years now. So I've had the PlayStation for quite a few years, but I think I was Xbox first. Where do you play mostly? Now I play both. (laughs) I'm playing. I'm about. I'm I'm literally split about fifty fifty. Interesting. Down the middle now. I'm still mostly Xbox. I eighty twenty. If if I know I'm going to get something and I know it's like a a single player experience or something, I'm always going to get it on my PlayStation. Right. But if it's something that's co op, I'm going to find out talk to my friends who's playing on what if they plan on getting it on if my xbox friends plan on getting it mm-hmm. which i have like 10 of or if my 75 playstation 4 friends <laughs> are getting it and then i'll weigh my options there um generally i usually get it for playstation but with xbox games pass i've been doing a lot more on the xbox a lot more on the xbox okay well i mean that's good I mean, they're both great consoles. Yes, they are both great consoles. They have uh, their ups and downs, definitely. Oh, yeah. Well, do you want to throw out a game that defined one of the consoles then? Yeah, I'll start. You ready for this? Uh, This is not going to be any shock to you. I I know what you're going to say. Can I guess? You can guess. Does it start with a B and end with an Orn? Yes. Okay, interesting. Battleborn. (laughs) I mean, it was defining (laughs) for... You didn't expect that, did you? It was defining for a few reasons, definitely. Yeah, well, no. Not that game. Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Um, Bloodborne was done early on in the PlayStation's life cycle. I think it was two years after it came. 2015. Yeah, it was 2015. Console came out 2013. Um, it definitely, definitely grabbed a lot of people's attention. It is the quintessential From Software game. It, there's, it, it's, it's done so well. The combat is done so incredibly smoothly. Um, the graphics at the time were well beyond what anybody expected um it's a dark rich environment it was just well done everything mm-hmm. about that game just is fantastic hmm. well i think bloodborne was maybe one of the most like uh what i want to say here unanimous picks for this kind of topic yeah and bloodborne fucking bloodborne when it's bloodborne and everybody gravitates toward bloodborne on the playstation 4 and even people who are like skeptical on it and they try and they're like oh i can't believe i actually love this game except for me i can't get into it for whatever god help me it's not for i mean those types of games aren't for everybody they are my kind of game Mm -hmm. like that's i I love the dark souls demon souls sekiro bloodborne i love it all it's just i love those kind of games Hmm. 
I gotta follow that with Xbox. Yeah, should I give you a good one or a bad one? I don't care. <laughs> a game that defined the Xbox One over its life cycle. I darb. I love Darbar. I darb. I darb was a lot of fun. <laughs> and I can't believe that game was given away for free. I was like, this game's fucking great. Um I'm gonna I'll throw out for better or worse, the Halo Master Chief Collection. That's good. Now, now oh, go ahead. OG Master Chief Collection or current? I Master said better Chief or worse. So, <laughs> so at, I mean, definitely at the end of its life cycle, and now as it ports to PC, where it is still freaking great. The Halo Master Chief Collection is every Master Chief game, even uh, with Reach and ODST thrown in there as part of the. Oh, I forgot they added those or yeah. inclusion. Um, you know, Halo One, Two, Three, Four, ODST, and Reach. Like I said, there you can play all of those. On your Xbox One, of course, Halo 2 was updated for the Anniversary Edition, and you have the Halo 1 uh, Combat Anniversary, or Combat Edition. Anniversary 10th Anniversary edition. Combat mm-hmm. Evolved. Uh, 4 and 3 were given um, up-reses and resolution, but they weren't really touched much after right, that. Right, right. Uh, and, of course, the multiplayer was turned on for all these games, and you could play them online, and they came packed with achievements, and um, this was a dream come true for me. Yeah. Years and years later, of course. When the game first came out in 2014... Oh, man, it was a mess. It was a fucking mess. It was broke was, as hell. And I think that's what, so one of the things that's so defining about it is because it was very... It kind of mirrored how Xbox One launched anyway. So, yeah. you know, Xbox One is doing its thing, and it's like, oh, this thing sounds fucking terrible. But, of course... I'll say this now. I was one of those people who were like that original Xbox. I was, I was like, this sounds great. This sounds just like a PC, like we all want. That just yeah. as, as a console version. Oh, everybody's mad at this. I don't understand why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, and then it took us forever. I'm to young and dumb. No, it sounded like a great console. I'll stand by that. It was seven years ago. You were young and dumb. Well, that doesn't that those points aren't mutually exclusive. <laughs> I could be young and dumb, but still support that Xbox. <laughs> so, and then and then when we get the Master Chief Collection, when that's announced, and you know, I'm I'm. I'm, I'm so fucking bright-eyed. I'm like, I get to go sit with Frank O'Connor and talk about this game, and it was really awesome. <laughs> and he's he's so excited about it, and I'm excited about it. We can see that we're each other excited about it. I get the game, and everyone's like, weird, I can't log on. And then, like, slowly, Twitter starts blowing up, and Reddit starts blowing up, and Facebook and everything's like, something is wrong here. Something is very wrong. And we're all like, oh, no. The game's broken as fuck. No one can get online. No one can play online. You can play offline, no problem. But wait, the the console wants to be online all the time. How do I turn off the internet for this fucking thing? So it created like this. It was a mess. This cacophony of issues. And you're like, I just want to fucking play as Master Chief. I want to play Halo 2 Anniversary. And I want to see how good this game looks. And then when you finally found a way to do that. Yeah, because that was the first time Halo 2 had its upgraded. They didn't do a separate Halo 2 anniversary. That's how you got it. Yeah, and then when you finally find a way to do that, you're like, "This is fucking, fucking amazing." Yeah, but I wish it didn't take. 50 and then you minutes played to it online, here. and you're like, "Oh fuck!" And then online was broken, and it didn't feel right. It didn't feel the same like it did. I don't know. There's a lot. There's there's so much wrong. With sure, this game I, I don't know not. if that's rose tinted glasses or not. And I and I'm not a game designer. I don't know game design, whatever. Um, but I was just like, it's just it's not. It doesn't feel as unique as it did. And, I, and again, that could be a. Any ton of, of different things. reasons. It could it could be that it's not new and unique to me. It could be that it's I'm not playing with those same friends again. Right. All those reasons. But still, like at the end of the day, at the end of the flight cycle, where we're looking now, where it is like, okay, we're going to PC you now. We have everything fixed. I'm like, this game is great, and I can't yeah. I can't believe that I have a collection of Halo 
at my disposal to play wherever I want, whenever I want. Yeah. Every game and they all look great and they're all, they're now, now they're running HDR and they're playing in 4K and everything looks fucking awesome and it's Master Chief and I'm blowing shit up and Cortana's like, you gotta blow shit up. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and it goes through and it does it and you're like, ah, I did that, Cortana. And she's like, you gotta blow more stuff. And you're like, oh, all right. And you keep doing And then she it. goes insane. Spoilers. And, um, <laughs> If but they that, don't know by now, but I do, I do think that collection is just so defining for the Xbox One because it's, it mirrors so oh, yeah. much about what the Xbox One was. Yeah, I agree. It's good. It's good. All right, now I gotta follow that up. You can follow that up with the PlayStation Four game or Xbox One game, whatever you got. You know what? I'm gonna follow it up with a bad, bad game. Oh no! I'm saying this is bad, and you're gonna be a little shocked when you figure out what this is. If you figure out what this is, can I guess? You can guess. Is it Infamous Second Son? No. Okay. No Man's Sky. Oh, okay. That game touted so much clout during its press releases and everything about how many worlds you can go to and all this stuff and everything that you could do and get your ship and get your, you know, resources and all this. And man, was it boring when it came out. Yes. I've talked about it at length on this show. And that game was also broken when it came out. After a week, all of the stuff that you had discovered and laid claim to reset. Now, was it broken or was that the intention of the game? No, it was broken. It was not, <laughs> like, well, it was not, it was not supposed to do that. It's somewhere in the universe now. <laughs> it was not supposed to do that. I remember when everyone thought the multiplayer was broken, but then they're like, no, that's the multiplayer. That's the way You don't see anybody. You don't see But then people. they're like, wait, I thought you said there was multiplayer. Like, well, you're in the same place but you don't see anybody yeah. and that was another thing where i was following i was playing the game following reddit threads and they're like okay well two of us set out on an adventure to meet each other and when they pass each other's location at the same point and no one was on the other end they're like uh-oh yeah <laughs> and it started like this uh-oh well, okay. well and then they then they came out with this excuse well we didn't actually expect anybody to come in contact with another person for years because there's 18 quintillion planets Randomly generated star points means that that is an exponential probability. Right. Now, right. I, and again, I'll say this again. I don't make games. I don't make games <laughs> I'm either. I'm not a game developer. But, but I, I followed... This is one of those games where I was like, I'm watching every single dev diary mm-hmm. before it launches. I'm watching every single was. interview with Sean Murray. I mean, this this game started out with 12 people. Sure. It was one of those games where it's like, this. what a success story this game is going to be. It's like what, what um, uh, Yarny... Yeah, unravel mm-hmm. set out to be. Of yeah. course, it's a less ambitious game. It's a two D platformer. Yeah, and then, but it's like we found a success story of a small team making this ambitious project. Yeah, and we want to support that. Yeah, and that's what. Unravel and this is exactly was. what Sony was trying to do with No Man's Sky. Yeah, Hello Games, and man, now it's a totally different game. You have multiplayer. You have all this cool shit that they I think promised it's in Minecraft the beginning. Now, right? It's basically advanced Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, it's really cool. Their latest update is adding all kinds of new stuff, um, scuba divers and all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. They're basically taking Subnautica, Minecraft, and Astroneer and merging it into one giant game. Interesting. Um, but the game launched very, very rough. Mm-hmm. I was super excited for it. I set up a PlayStation community for it. Did you? Yes, I did. Look at you. I was gonna. I had like I had like people that were like joining the community and wanted to you know help me reach my goal of conquering the universe. 
Mm-hmm. And then the game comes out, and the multiplayer doesn't work like everybody thought it was going to work. It's garbage. It's just a it's, garbage boring it's game. Bad. The game sets you up to fail sometimes or puts you on a planet you can't survive on, so you yeah. have to restart. <laughs> or or you can't get the resources needed to fuel your plant, your, your yeah, it just don't exist ship on that to get planet. off the planet. And I'm like, the fuck? This is so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, or you'd start out in a hostile environment with nothing to defend yourself with, and you would just die over and over again. What? And I'll, I'll, I'll kind of interrupt our segment here to say this: Does it feel like this generation of consoles was maybe? I don't want to say like the era of early access. Oh, absolutely. But that's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Yeah. Where it's like, let's just put even the speaking as far as the consoles in a little bit of way, where it was the Xbox One X as a whole and then yeah. PlayStation Skykai system. Um, where it's like, let's just put it out. Just do it. And see how it goes. And see then if happens. we have to update it later and take take it on the chin, fine. If it takes five years, fine. We'll take the bad press now, but we this gotta is, get the game. This, out. this this generation was definitely far different from any other previous right. generation. Right. Like it, it was a weird Ups and downs. It had a lot of caveats that just didn't make sense. It was longer than people expected it to be. It was, both Sony and Microsoft were like, look, this is a five-year life cycle. Oh, yeah, it's going to be about four to five years to get another one. I'm like, huh? Well, it, and technically, we got the Xbox mid-grade one. The mid, yeah, the, mid the PS4 Pro, which was not much of an upgrade <laughs> by comparison to the Xbox and the Xbox right. One X. Right. The One X is a far different... Honestly, you could almost put the One X in a console generation by itself. Yeah, I think because so. Because it's that much different than the original it's Xbox the age One. of HDR. And the PS4 4K. Pro is just a PS4 with a HD Blu-ray, or 4K Blu-ray drive. They took out it. the optical part on it. They got rid of features. Yeah. Oh, no, that was on the Slim. Sorry. That was on the Slim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Um, oh, But th- this console generation was definitely weird. I think so. To say the least. I think, I, you know what it was? It, it was because I, I think it's attributed to the fact that Xbox was trying to do the all digital platform thing. Mm-hmm. And then they had to make a huge dynamic shift after the backlash. Sure. It probably wasn't easy to revert all of that. And th- I think now that they're starting to ease everybody into the all digital platform. Because mm-hmm. I, I only buy physical copies of games that I like. I really, really want. I mean, the, like I'm going to buy a physical copy of Last of Us too. So am I. But we're, we're probably we're still on the verge we're, of things being only digital. Yeah, right. Like, that's it's going not. To it's happen. not happening. Right. It's not happening in the next generation. No. It's not happening. It may not even happen the generation after that. I think we're closer than that. But we are definitely on the uptick yeah. of that trend, mm-hmm. like for sure. Um, because more, especially now with what's going on in the world. Sure. And I think COVID's showing you that. I'm like, well. We can Fuck, still play these digital numbers. <laughs> we can still play all our games. Right. We can buy them. We don't have to go to the store. This is a great idea. And maybe that's the manufactured process of COVID-19. Maybe. Well, I mean, things are changing all the time, especially with I have a everything. theory about all that, but we won't get into that because this is not a political discussion. Okay. Can anyway, I throw out another game? Yeah, throw out another game. I'll throw out one that has a little bit more fond memories. Maybe. Fable. Cuphead. Oh, Cuphead. Cuphead. Oh, Cuphead. I remember Cuphead uh, being first announced, of course, at E3. And I'm like, that, that game, game looks was amazing. well before it was ready to come out. I think that was announced 2014 or 2013, either mm-hmm. with the console itself or with the year after the console was out. I think, I, was, I think it was the following E3, because okay. I don't think it was the same year. I, I Those years blend together for me, but I only, the only th- two things I remember about that are specifically different is where I was sitting. <laughs> 
<laughs> where I was sitting for both shows. So yeah. uh, Cuphead and Cuphead was something that you know grasped me immediately because I love old rubber hose type characters like yeah. that. That kind of animation. Yeah. Um, the, Squash and bounce. Yeah, the old the old timey stuff, the film grain stuff. Yep. And I'm like, oh, the aesthetic for Cuphead is beautiful. I adore. And I was just like, I adore this. It's I, I fucking adore this. every animation and the process all the way through of. You know, seeing the game, talking about the game, meeting people who make the make the game, mm-hmm. finally getting the game, and I was like, "This was a joy the whole way through." Yeah. And then I got the game, and I was like, "This game's hard as fuck." <laughs> I can't believe how difficult this. That game is stupid hard. <laughs> I still haven't beaten it. No. And I've I've had it on I've had I had it on Xbox One. I've reviewed it on a Switch. I still can't beat the end, but the review's up. Um, yeah. I, I man, that game's hard. It is a very hard game, but you know what? It is. Still a joy to look at. I, I but, still love and it. everybody compares it to like Dark Souls hard. It's not Dark Souls hard. It's Mega Man original NES hard. Sure, which is a different type of difficulty altogether in and of itself. Right. I th- I think like Dark Souls hard is a lot of people call it Dark Souls organic difficulty, mm-hmm. and I I don't really like that definition. But it's the right now for the purposes of this, it's the best definition. Okay. Cuphead is retro hard. That's what I call Cuphead. Because it's like the age-old adage of Mega Man being a pixel-perfect... You gotta have pixel-perfect jumps, time your you know shots just to a specific set. It's 2D, it's flat. It, it, it's, it's Mega Man hard, mm-hmm. is what I call Cuphead. I don't compare it to Dark Souls, because that's two drastically different styles of gameplay. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I'm not a Dark Souls person. I have dabbled right. to see what it's like, but I think I'd still rather play Cuphead. I can beat Dark Souls. I can't beat Cuphead. Cuphead's different. It's just, it's, it, it doesn't even feel like it's fair sometimes. It's not. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is we that? We were co-op and, and stuff was happening. That was not, and it's it's slightly random every time, too. I think so. Because we would do stuff, and then the pattern was not the same the second time. Just to put that out there. Or like the boss would be like, well, it has six different phases, but it shows three of them for ten times in a row. But when you have your 11th attempt... Throws a random phase out that you haven't seen yet. You're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And it it tricks you. Yeah. All right. uh, Let's do one more each. One more each. That defined either the consoles. All right. And then then we'll get into our next topic, which is pretty similar. I got a good one for the last one. Not the last game we'll talk about, but the last game that we want to highlight here. So we'll just stick to the trend. I'll do a PS4 game. You do an Xbox game. God of War. Okay. I was going to do Spider-Man originally okay. because Spider-Man is damn good. But just like at the awards season, it gets overlooked by two other overlooked games. overlooked by two other games. God of War was so good. Mm-hmm. And God of War it, it has been one of my favorite franchises since I played the first one on the PS2 back in the day. Sorry. I, I smacked, smacked the, the mic- fuck out of that. I smacked the microphone. I Sorry. I apologize. I'd pet you, but it'd sound terrible. Um I've been playing God of War since God of War 1, mm-hmm. the original one on PS2. I loved Which, the first game. I do want to throw out there. They're, I don't know if it's still happening, but Sony is supposed to put like the PlayStation Now subscriptions on sale. And yeah. I think I'm going to get like a one-month, two-month one just to play through God of War 1 and 2. You should. Just to do Those it. Those games are great. Those games are fantastic. Um, but that being said, God of War in a Viking setting is even better than the original game, in my opinion, and it 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 shifted the entire genre of the game. Mm-hmm. It became a complete RPG this time around, with 
equipment and weapons and stat points and all this other stuff. Where in the previous game, all you had to do was dump your dump your stuff into your weapons and max your weapons out, and that's it. That's all you had to do. Right. Now, this one did something. It, it took away and added a lot of things. It took away magic. So you don't have magic in this one. Atreus has magic. Right. But it's not like OP magic like you could get in the original God of War games. Yeah, and that's kind of up to him to use, too. I mean, yeah. You can tell him to do things. You can tell him to do things. Um, and he's got a couple really good ones. But the majority of the game, you're just Kratos being a badass. Right. And it's awesome. It feels so good. I I'm I don't know where I sit on what I like more, the Greek mythology or North mythology. Oh, I, I'm definitely more North mythology. I love Greek mythology, but I do like North uh, Norse mythology just as much. Or not just as much, but like a fair it's, amount. It's up there. Yeah. It's, it's definitely up there. Um, but I, I think that God of War is going to do, and like the next couple of games I don't talk about, God of War is going to do more for the next generation of games than what we realized. Oh yeah, where everything's going to be get its God of War look, and I think we talked about this, but I think Halo might get its God of War look, and I think um, Assassin's Creed already got its God of War. Assassin's look. Creed got its its revamp, but I think a lot of those games are going to be like, okay, how can we kick our stagnant franchise into that? Yeah, how can we do what they did because yeah. they took something that was very much not like what God of War twenty eighteen is and turned it into God of War twenty eighteen. Yeah, they took their hack and slash jump around Kratos and was like, okay, let's yeah. let's make things grounded, let's make things gritty, let's take Joel Schumacher's Batman and make it Christopher Nolan's Batman. Yeah, that's basically the jump they made. Yeah, so people are like, what's our Nolan shift now? Yeah, so I think that when you get to first party titles for just like, I think a lot of things after the Last of Us came out had a problem looking like the Last of Us. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and I, I say looking like, not necessarily playing that, but definitely looking like Last of Us. And I, I think that went on for a while. And I think it, maybe Uncharted went through the same thing where a lot of things looked like Uncharted when you got to the Tomb Raiders and things. Well, well, see, there. everybody says, not necessarily Uncharted, but that Naughty Dog went through dynamic shifts with every generation sure. of, of the game. So they started with, you know, Crash Bandicoot back right. in the day. Then they shifted into Jack and Daxter, like the teenage years, and Ratchet yeah, and Clank. Yeah, they linear platform and turned into an open world platform. <laughs> right. And then you get into the Nathan Drake side of things. Now you got your your semi-mature adult scenarios going on. And then they ended with The Last of Us. Right. The most mature game they've ever made. It's violent. It's gritty. It's brutal. It's like it's this evolution of Naughty Dog as a company, mm-hmm. not just like and – and they don't make Ratchet and Clank – or, or not Ratchet and Clank, um, Jack, Jack and Daxter anymore. Yeah. They don't make Crash Bandicoot. They don't make Uncharted. They're done with Uncharted. They're going to make Uncharted. I don't think so. I, I think they're done with Nathan Drake. Mm. And I think that's what the quote was. If anybody wants to pull that up. <laughs> I think they're done but, with Uncharted but, for a while. But my point was, I think a lot of things are going to be like, we got to be that. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are going to try and replicate that. The same way people replicate a lot And it's up to the games. company. I think the company needs to grow in a different direction like Naughty Dog did, mm-hmm. like Sony Santa Monica did, like uh, what's the company that does Assassin's Creed? Ubisoft. Yep. I think a lot of well, Ubisoft had to take all three of their teams and be like, look, yeah. we can't gotta, do this anymore. We got to do we gotta, something. You got to you got to you got to do this now. Right. So I think we're gonna see a Smacky big smack. A lot of things gonna have that God of War feel or have that comparison, like just like how Dark Souls, like oh, everything's Dark Souls hard. Like this got a God of War makeover. Well, except in my opinion, Dark Souls went backwards. Oh, Dark sure. Souls got easier. <laughs> I'm not asking your opinion on Dark Souls. <laughs> Dark Souls got easier the more. You not get what I'm into asking it. you. Dark Souls one dumb hard. Dark Souls three not that hard. 
Well, you, you, you know what's you know what's not hard after I learned how to walk? Running. <laughs> you know what was hard before I could walk? Walking. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? I learned how to walk and then I could run. I learned how to play Dark Souls, then I can play Dark Souls three. I'll That's tell you what. what. All right, I, you learn how to play Dark Souls three, and I'll let you see if you can beat Dark Souls one. But that's yeah. running before I can walk. <laughs> That's not my argument. <laughs> you got to walk before you can run. Um, I was conflicted on the next game I wanted to throw out. Yeah. Because I think there's... Sorry, I'm a million miles away from the microphone. It's my turn to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Your opinion is not mattered. <laughs> there was... I have a game that kind of encapsulates the growth of what the consoles wanted us to do for video yeah. games. And then I have a set of games that are changing how people play video games and spend time playing video games. I think I know where you're going with this. Do you want to try and guess? All right. So re- re- rephrase, not rephrase it, repeat all of that again. So I have a game that shows off what, or I'll say this in a different way. A game that shows off the console's ability to push boundaries. Okay. And there's a big there's a big tagline every video game had in 2015, and I'll, it bugs the shit out of me. And then there's a set of video games that I have that change how we play video games and how we're going to play video games. I know what the second I know the second answer. Okay, I, I'm not 100 percent sure on the first answer, but I have an idea. But I'm gonna guess on the second one. You're talking about like Fortnite and all the free to play battle royales. Yeah. So the second one was Fortnite and PUBG. Yeah. Because PUBG was PUBG like, eluded my mind. I just when when battle PUBG royale was came to consoles, came to Xbox One first, and that was a big get yeah. for them and then yeah. like the the powerhouse that fortnite is took over and now we're playing games that are like well guess what you with here's season you play a season of this game and then it resets everything you play season two and you get all new stuff and guess what the game's either free or 10 bucks and if it's free then you got to buy all the cosmetics and things and if it's 10 bucks and you get if all you this just, other I stuff mean, if, you, if all you want to do is just play the game and win doesn't cost you a dime yeah you just get to play the game with your friends but if you want to look cool you gotta, you gotta spend a little bit of dollars. You gotta spend a little bit of dollars. Or if you want to lock stuff, it's things. But like, it's I say change how we're playing games because now instead of having like we buy a game one time and that's it and we play the game fine, it's now it's here's a game that's changing every day, every week, every month, yeah. year over year, and now we're monetizing your time instead of your actual money. Right. We as long as you're paying attention to our thing, we win. So yeah. we're we're changing the game we're having an update every single day so you come in here and spend time on our game and i see that's a good thing and a bad thing right because now this becomes an addiction like a real actual addiction where it costs money (laughs) unlike video games you buy it once Mm -hmm. and you're done or you sometimes you gotta buy a season pass Damn it, nine! I better not have to. <laughs> Remember online passes? We had to pay to play oh, online. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> what a terrible move. MMOs still do that. Yeah. MMOs still do that. Anyway, but no, you'd spend your forty, fifty, sixty dollars on your game, and that was it. Then you put as much time into it as you wanted. You play it for an hour. You play it for sixty hours. You play it for a thousand hours. Mm-hmm. There's people that have got fifteen thousand hours logged into Skyrim. Sure. For sixty bucks. Yeah. That's a damn good price point. And I mean, there's added DLC for that, but even then. It's not, Even still, it's I not mean, what people are paying say, on Fortnite. Say, say you spend sixty dollars in DLC mm-hmm. on Skyrim, that's still one hundred twenty bucks at fifteen thousand hours. That's a pretty good. That's average. a hell of a return on investment. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, kidding. Like that's a hell of a return. I mean, I remember back in the day, I spent you know money on Final Fantasy games, and I would put hundreds and hundreds of hours into them. Right. Fallout Three, I spent eight hundred hours in. Damn. I yeah. I spent a lot of time in Fallout 3, dude. Anyway, but that that just goes to show if they can monetize your actual time, which is what 
Fortnite, Fortnite Call of Duty, and everybody. Call of Duty now. is doing now. Destiny's uh, gonna start. Battlefield's going, going that direction with yep. their next game. Um, what's the one you just said? PUBG, Destiny, PUBG. Destiny, all these games are going to this season-based mm-hmm. thing with other monetized additional perks in there. Right. This could become a real actual addiction that people cannot stop. Well, I think like this is a drug. Probably there. But now I'm not. I'm not going to tell you. Say here and say video games are a bad thing. <laughs> for <laughs> some I, people, some video, people it are. For yeah. some people, video games are a bad thing. Everyone's got their vices. They're. For a long time, there was one game that was bad for me, and we're not getting into that right now. I don't think we're allowed to talk about it. We're not. <laughs> I think that's a house order. Um, but yeah, I, so I do think that how those games are monetizing our time now instead of our dollar for what it is. Instead of like yeah. saying, like, we have your 60 bucks, go enjoy our thing. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, we got your 10 bucks this day, but how can we squeeze more out next week? How can right. we squeeze more out tomorrow? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or monetizing our time in general. How, do we, can we, how can we keep those people playing longer? You know yeah. what I mean? Using our service. Um, so I think those are definitely going to define this generation. And yeah. Take games as a service is definitely the, the direction we're going. Yeah. The Especially other, with multiplayer games. A hundred percent. And I think we've been hearing, I mean, even games as a service is a single player game. When you have like Batman Arkham Knight is the one that people look at. And like, okay, well, it was it was a game that had like a year and a half roadmap of content that was pushing out. And the content mm-hmm. wasn't always great. And I actually played through some of the DLC recently. I'm like, man, I fucking hate this. <laughs> It's not why. That's why it's not one of my favorite Batman games because like the DLC to get all the achievements. Some sucks. of it's bad. Well, it's I just straight bad. I also, I don't like the, the some of the trophies in it or where it's like, hey, take Batman and beat up this many thugs, get this many stars. And I'm like, I the one thing I'm not good at in this game is combining the combos together. Oh, I'm terrible. I like at feeling it. badass and beating people up, but, but I'm all I want to do is mash square. At, yeah, I'm terrible at combining it into a combo and getting a good score. Yeah. so I can't do it. I got all the racing ones though against my better. It just wasn't fun, and I did it. <laughs> The other game I was talking about, and we, I don't, I, it had to have been you. We're sitting in a theater, and the guy points at a screen and goes, you see that mountain over there? Oh, I know. Yeah. And that was the bane of my existence for 2014's E3. Yep. And then in 2015, every game was like this. Every open world game that you could see something, you could go to it. And I'm talking about The Witcher fucking 3. Yeah. The Witcher 3 was is looking, it would, changed how we looked at open world games for the next four years, yeah. five years. So now it's like, fuck me, do I hate open world games now? Because goddamn, I recently turned back on Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I was like, you know what? I want to jump back into this and see how it's going again. I got a good deal on digital copy of it. Fuck Fucking sweet. Let's do it. And I opened up and I looked at the map. I was like, son of a bitch, there's a lot of shit to do in this game. And I got to a point where it's like, here's Synchronization. <laughs> See, it, reveal part of the map. I revealed a part of this this tiny little part of the map yeah. for a map that's this fucking big. And yeah. it did the flyover. And I was like, I could see... It's too so much. much There's stuff. too much here. I don't want to go to all of these places. You, yeah. see, you see that mountain over there? I don't want to go there. Yeah. That's not where I want to be. Yeah. So I think that what The Witcher 3 did for open world games in this, like with the power of what we have with these consoles yeah. and what it could do with open world games, I'm like, this is too much. I understand it's a great game. I love the game. but what I think what they need to do is they need to keep open world games. The maps need to stay a, a general size. Mm-hmm. And then you just make them more dense with more stuff to do in between points. And the Witcher three does a really good job at that. Right there. You can't go between towns and not find something to do. I do it's th- damn near impossible. I do. Th- and I, to Witcher three's credit, I think they do the open world thing very extremely well, extremely well. The thing that 
I have a problem with with Witcher Three is they I don't feel inclined to explore because I feel overwhelmed right away. When I look yeah. at things like Breath of the Wild, where I'm inclined to explore different little patches and stuff, yeah. I'm not given six missions when I get there. No. I'm like, oh, here's a cool cave. Oh, I can go in here. And explore Hell, stuff. half the time in Breath of the Wild, you got to go and then come back. Sure. But I, I feel like they're comparable in size of like their open worldness. But like Breath of the Wild does it in a way where it's not full of shit to do, where it's like go have your adventure instead of where yeah. I have to go play as Geralt or Geralt and be him. And I'm like, oh, when I got there, I did the quest I came here to do, but I left with eight more. And yeah. now I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta go do to the ends of the earth to do these eight, yeah. and then come back here. But when I come back here, I have eighty-seven quests to do. Yeah. And I'm like. This is it's just it's just it's just too much. Yeah, it's just the Witcher too Three, much. The, and that's the thing about the Witcher Three. There's way too much to do in that game, right? Right from the get go. It doesn't it doesn't easy end anything. It just bends you over and just shams, shoves it all right there. Yeah, but to the point where I know I know people like having that option to have countless hours they can put in the game. I get it. That's for some people. It's just it it's just a little overwhelming for me. But that's my that's why I think cents? Witcher Three. That's why Witcher Three, I think, defines the generation because oh yeah, it, it blows up worlds. It blows up worlds. Yeah. We got fifteen minutes, Cage. Um, I don't think we're gonna get to Temple. <laughs> the fun thing, <laughs> unless we just well, we kind of rolled everything those last two topics into one kind of. Well, I think we can. I still, I think we can probably squeeze out fifteen minutes of favorite I PS4 think we and Xbox too. One memories. Um. I, yeah. So now instead of talking about games that maybe defined or for us define the console generation, I'm, we're going to talk. I want us to talk about our since we're coming to the end of generation uh, for the Xbox One and PS4. We're just we're just having a cool chat about our love for this yeah. generation. So let's talk about some favorite moments, some highlights, even some lowlights of this console generation. So one of my favorite things about this particular generation, it, definitely. The high point was when Sony and Microsoft finally decided to start working together for crossplay. Okay, that is I a, remember it being huge. that is a that's been a huge hot topic for years. And Sony, for the longest time, was like, "Nah, if if you want a game with Sony, you got to play on Sony." Yeah, I remember even uh, doing reports on this at Nerdwall. Yeah. I'm like, I can't believe they're still putting out statements where they're like, "We don't want." people to crossplay with us because we're afraid of whatever it is or yeah. we think that we if people want to play our stuff they should play on our console there's all kinds of rumors floating about about what it was too and nobody actually ever actually knew mm-hmm. what the hard answer was and everybody's like look we want to do this right like for us for diehard gamers it's a it became down to a battle of who's the better gamer xbox gamers or playstation gamers you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in terms of like, sure, first person shooters. Battle I thought Royale, you wanted a real answer, <laughs> <laughs> but because I'll tell you, it's Xbox. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and and I was so satisfied and relieved when I heard that Rocket League was finally crossplay mm-hmm. between PC, Xbox, and PS4. I was like, oh shit, yep. This this is the linchpin in the future of crossplay games. It's like we we knocked down one wall. Where's the next? Like, one? keep going, right? And now Fortnite. Fortnite. Call and now Duty. Call of Duty. And I think Minecraft, too. Minecraft, yeah. Minecraft was uh, fairly recent, actually. For it to have... Because I know Xbox and play, uh, Xbox and Nintendo have been doing it for a while. Nint- definitely PC. Xbox and PlayStation... or Xbox, Nintendo, and PC were all cross-play when they announced it. Mm-hmm. And Sony was like, look, we don't, we don't want to have to sign in. Fuck those kids. <laughs> well, that what that was is Sony didn't want you to have to register on Microsoft's 
service because right. I mean that's di- that's direct competition, right? Right. But you still got to keep your PlayStation username. Mm-hmm. You just synced it with your Xbox account. That's all. I mean, that's all. That's all. That's what they worked out, and that's, that's all I had to do. And I'm like, why couldn't you fuckers figure this out years ago? <laughs> like, we, we I wouldn't have had so to much. buy an Xbox One <laughs> if we had bought if they, if they had figured this out. And I still did because I like some of the exclusives. Sure. Um, if they had figured this out at the beginning of the generation mm-hmm. of this console, I think we would be in a world of difference in terms of who's playing on what. Right. I get it. I, like I th- totally like agree. that was a huge moment for gamers. Yeah. Like I, that was huge. And that's one of my favorite things about this console generation. Nine. Your turn, Gage. One of my favorite things about this console generation is I th- this is tough because I know I know one that I want to end with, but I don't want it to be off for my lead. I'll say Games Pass or Game Pass. Oh, Games Pass is great. I, I think Game Pass is one of the things that's going to change how games are delivered to us in the future, and I think that's a stepping stone to streaming. I agree. Um, or on the go, or even having like a, instead of, hey, if you can't afford games, that's fine. 10 bucks for this month, and you can have 105 games, and you can get us 10 bucks next month. That's cool, too. That's how I use this service yeah. right now. I'm yeah. like, there's so many of these games, I'm like, I want to play all these games. I don't have $60 for every single one of these games. Right. But I got ten dollars a month. I got ten. And I can play three out of those six games and that I want to play. You tell me I can have your right. first party exclusives on launch day on Game Pass because you support it that way, and I can preload it. Yeah, there you go. I don't. There, there. I don't. And I'm coming in, of course, with a little bit of bias because I love Xbox. I don't see a fucking downside to games. Oh, there's game not. Pass. And there could be some underlying thing that is downside somewhere, but I don't. I don't see it. it doesn't affect me. The the only downside I see coming out of this. Is that eventually it's going to be only first-person titles, first-party titles? You think so? That's the only downside I could see becoming of this. Okay, but th- I mean that's years down the road. I think a lot of developers are like, "Well, we're our game didn't get any play by itself, but when we put it on Game Pass, it got a lot of play, and now we're and, selling. And now, now people are buying copies because now we're cranking out money. Yeah, so or whatever deal they strike with Xbox to be on their service is funding it, their thing. There's there's a contract, I'm sure. Yeah, but I'm sure. I'm sure that for every download, they get a kickback too. Sure, could be so, or some kind of incentive plan, something like that. But I, I anyway. think that that service is incredible. I wish Sony had something like that. That wasn't PlayStation. Now. I'm surprised Sony hasn't done something like this. I think we're slowly going to see PlayStation now kind of turn into that, which is kind of getting there anyway. Where well, the, they, the pricing they, models they, definitely come down. They they eliminated the hundred dollar a year plan, which is which fucking was stupid, fucking ridiculous. But now, and now it's the same price model. No, there's still a couple different price models. Okay, I think well, because I, I think it's ten bucks a month for PlayStation now, but it's only streaming games. It's not. I still think it's only downloading games, games, which is the which is the key difference. Now you can buy games, but you still need a PlayStation Now subscription to play them mm-hmm. because you cannot download them. Right, you have to play them through the service. Right, which, excuse me, the service works, but it's not great. I mean, it's the same way we're going to see with streaming. It's like, well, it's kind of up to your internet or the, the where problem, you are. Uh, the, the problem I have with the PlayStation now is I can't take my PlayStation 3 saves that are in the cloud mm-hmm. and use them on a PlayStation Now game because they aren't connected to the same servers. Hmm. Yeah. I have to start a game from the beginning all over again. I was like, fuck that. Fuck that. I got 300 hours in this game. I am not starting over. Right. <laughs> not going to happen, Giorani. Not going to happen. So, yeah, that's my... That's you got, yours. You got another one? Uh, you got a highlight, low light, favorite part, favorite, favorite memory? 
Low light. We're probably not going to get to all of them anyway. But no. What's, what's you got? Low light. No, not in this generation because that was PS3. <laughs> when the servers went down for like three weeks. I remember and they gave everyone free games. Yeah. yeah. It was around Christmas time. And I was like, thank God I got a 360. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't get any free games out of it. Nope, sure didn't. But I didn't uh, want Little Big Planet 2 or whatever the fuck it was. Low light. Mm, I don't know that I have a low light for this generation right off the top of my head. I think a low light for me was just the Xbox One launch. The Don Matrick fiasco in general. Uh, yeah. Whatever it, it was going to come out of that and watching something go for $500. And I still, again, I'll still defend that first Xbox. So I thought it was cool because I want my game. I, I never have to change my discs out. I'm always online anyway, whatever. This doesn't affect me. I'm the perfect market for this. I didn't care yeah. for the TV stuff. So whatever. you were the target audience. And I, and I, know, I was I know not most because I was like, I want physical copies. Like I will never get away from physical copies mm-hmm. ever. As long as there is a physical copy to purchase, I want to buy a physical copy. Or at least have the option. Like I like that tangible, feel good safety net. Right. That this is always available for me to play. I get it. And now I'm like, I'm buying half my games digitally. I don't know if that's going to come off for being available to download in the future. <laughs> sure. Because streaming services take movies down off their yeah. services that you paid for all the time. Yeah. And, if, if, and again, the digital, you basically you're just buying the license to it until the yeah. license is gone. If that license goes, you lose you your You no longer have a copy of that movie. I get it. That's I understand. A, I mean, great. That's how it goes sometimes. That's how people have seen it happen. Oh, it's happened. <laughs> but I think that's um, a little for me. What's a good low light? Um, I think that's one of the most, oh, the I got another. I got another highlight. Sure, VR. Oh, okay, sure. VR was, VR was, born years and years ago. Yeah, but it really kicked off with this generation of consoles, both PC and um, PS4. Yeah, and PlayStation introduced a nice way for homes to get in, like without like a high end PS4 or made a functional, well put together piece of hardware, affordable for an affordable price. Right. Now it's not the best. No. But if you want the best, you gotta shovel out the you money. Gotta pay for the best. It's like eighteen hundred to three thousand dollars just for the headsets mm. and all the cameras and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, I could spend five hundred dollars, <laughs> get a couple games, two controllers, and the headset. And be good to go. And be ready to roll and I'll right put out that of the thing box. down a, a hour later just like I would any other game. And my <laughs> arms feel like noodles. There you go. Because I'm playing Beat Saber. <laughs> Plus they gave us Beat Saber at home. On a big ass TV, TV doesn't really matter. Yeah, but people can watch. People can watch. You know, Um, the VR just works. Yeah, and I think I think if Sony hadn't done this, VR wouldn't be as big as it is Mm -hmm. because it definitely made it accessible for everybody. Yeah, one definitely it made it big with the more casual audience too. Because I mean, VR is big ish with the PC, but even when we see Half Life Alex download numbers, and they're still not gangbusters or anything no nothing to like oh my god alex is doing this now right. half-life alex did something else for the vr industry and that was just high fidelity graphics sure, yeah. and great gameplay we expect that out of valve though but we expect I mean, they're they built it around a vr headset that they designed in-house they right. built it to be compatible with other vr headsets because they all generally use the same principles um i just i would love to see alex on console just so sure. I can play it. <laughs> if, if Alex ever comes to PlayStation 5, that'll make my life a lot easier. But it would kind of be like yeah. my computer would be like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> why why, why you do you do me like that, that bro? <laughs> Come on, dog. <laughs> um, yeah, I think VR was good. Was was a good thing to happen to this generation. The last highlight 
because we're going to about to wrap up here and go to a game. Yeah. The last highlight I'm going to talk about uh, that I have is a, a very important one to me. Uh, my video game coverage career started with oh, this yeah, console generation. Good. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. So my well, first, both of ours really. My first E3 was 2013 when they showed off both consoles. I was there for whole, the whole E3 of the Xbox One, where people were confused by it, and then I was there in the PlayStation audience, watching everybody cheer against the Xbox um, and champion the PlayStation 4 into the future. I was present uh, in LA when they put out that trade, how to trade games or yeah. give your games to your friends video from uh, from Sony. Yeah. I saw that whole thing through and I have been covering video games ever since. And so this generation is going to be a special one for me. It's not my favorite, Same. certainly. But. I, I will throw my hat in that bag too because my first E3 was 2014 when yeah. they showed off Bloodborne and I was like freaking out like a little, uh, like uh, a fanboy. Uh, and, then, and then probably my favorite moment of any E3 that I went to was definitely the Final Fantasy VII HD remake announcement. Yeah. Because I went batshit crazy in Sony's auditorium that night. <laughs> you weren't the only one. I mean, no, I, I wasn't. That, that room was, was in uproar. Right. And I, I, I want to... I'm trying to remember back because I remember seeing... Because this, I feel like this generation was a lot about like... It took the what if games. And I was like, well, what if Mirror's Edge gets yeah. a sequel? Well, what if we get another Mass Effect game after three because three is was shitty? Or what if Last Guardian comes out? And I was at a lot of these E3s <laughs> where if? those what ifs were answered. Or what if Final Fantasy Remake actually happens? Yeah. So I was at all these E3s. So like when I see someone at an EA event dressed in a fucking top to bottom suit who's there probably for business see Mirror's Edge Catalyst and they jump out of their chair higher than any human I've ever seen jump in my life. Yeah. And I'm like, this is special. This, this is, is something cool. cool. So I think this generation did that did that pretty much better than the past generations, but I guess they're kind of building off past generations anyway. Yeah. So I guess they need that to be there. But th- th- there, th- 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 you're right though. There was a lot of surprise what ifs for this that actually happened in this generation. Yeah. And I I, I, I and I, and all of them so far have come to fruition. Yeah. Last Guardian actually came out. And it came out. <laughs> I can't believe it. It fucking did it. They did it. And I, I went to a, a few E3s before it came out. Every year it was like, I bet you Last Guardian is going to be here. And, I was and like, every it year it was here. <laughs> and then finally it was there. And then it was like, it's out in a few months. And everyone's like, oh, fuck. And then it was out and everyone's like, we don't care. <laughs> because it sucked. <laughs> it wasn't their best game. No, but that I don't know. Uh, this generation is going to be really special to me going forward. Oh, and I, especially it will be because this is where yeah. my career started. Yeah. Hopefully we can make it back to E3 at some point, or at oh, least we're, we're going back. Whatever E3 looks like next year, maybe not next year. No, no, no. I whatever. mean, like you and me can oh, actually yeah. make it back to LA. Yeah, let's go to go to E3 in the future. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right, everybody. Plane tickets dirt cheap right now. Yeah, no shit. We could buy them for that year. All right, everybody. We are done. If you're here with us live, uh, like always, or if you want to join us next week live, um, we do a video game right after the stream. So we're going to play Minecraft Dungeons tonight, hopefully. Yeah. And we're going to cross my fingers to make sure that my cloud save gets my character. <laughs> it should. We'll see. All right. Say goodnight to the kids, Gage. Goodnight, kids.